Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. And what a privilege to be on this platform. Thank you, Glenn Lundy. And I'm going to interview 
for about 10 minutes a really great friend of mine who I think is truly one of the best minds in the world. And I've been to 75 countries of the world. So let me just give a little bit of a background of this person. Uh, this okay. person I'm about to uh, introduce, she speaks to crowds of up to 35,000 people at one time. And that's not just sometimes, that's a lot of times. She hosts something called the Mommy Millionaire Podcast. So a lot of you women know who I'm about to bring up. With millions of downloads, okay? She works with clients one-on-one. -on -one, and she is amazing at helping people take their business coaching to become very powerful and have more uh, influence, increase in every capacity, more income. And she's, uh, you know, she has a heart for people. But I love this because she started as an ER nurse and she felt like it was important to give life the way she was but she couldn't shake off the feeling that she was missing something and helping uh, people in other uh, parts of their lives. So today it is my honor to interview for a few minutes my dear friend and partner in business uh, things that we do, and that is Kayla Craft. Good morning, Kayla Craft. <laughs> Good morning, Tim. Wow, uh, can you just introduce me every morning? Because that was awesome. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm great friends with your husband. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text him that intro, because if he could intro you as you wake up that way, <laughs> life could be even better for him. <laughs> Chase would love that. Chase would love that. Well, I'm excited to be here with everybody this morning. Thanks for having me, and I'm excited to see where we go in the next few minutes. I, I hope everybody can just leave feeling fired up to go after their business today. Okay, so let's go right after this. Uh, I've got four P's. You got the promise of something, then you have to have the principles. There will always be the problem stage, and then you have to get on that plan. So number one, uh, the promise, the principles, the problems, the plan, to get on the plan. You are amazing in the area of principles, okay? Mm -hmm. you, are, you are a principle-led person. So the promise, the dream that people have, why is it that so many people do not fulfill their dreams? Because you coach people thousands at a time. Why do most people not fulfill their dream? They have the promise, but somehow they get really messed up and they don't follow the principles and they get stuck in the problems. Help us with mm. that. Mm, so good. So, you know, I believe a lot of people are living in oppression. A lot of people are living in a spirit of bondage that they're not even aware of. And that comes in like people buying into the lies of the world, buying into the lie that I'm not good enough, buying into the lie that I'm not enough, buying into the lie that I don't know enough. And if you have those stories on a loop in your mind, <laughs> you're never going to accomplish anything you set out to do. You've got to really believe you can fly. You know, uh, I love that song from Space Jam. I believe I can fly. Because you've got to have that spirit of believing that you are connected to the supernatural, that you have supernatural help in everything you do. That's a principle I live by. I'm connected to, to God. So anything I put my mind to, of course, it's going to prosper. He's going to make my mistakes to even prosper. But most people don't believe that, right? They have this other, this, they're in that spirit of oppression that's just holding them down. And 
they've, you know, forgotten that first in the morning, you must, I love that this is called breakfast with champions because you must put on the armor of God. You know, you have to armor up and know that you're not fighting against when somebody's rude to you, when somebody says no to you, when somebody comes against you in your life or business, you're not fighting against flesh. You're fighting a spiritual warfare. And it's probably because you didn't armor up in the morning with everything that you need to fight the battle. So, so yeah, you've got to armor up in the morning. You've got to know exactly, okay, who does God say I am? And be That's so, so good. anchored in that. Yeah. Because it's one thing to have that promise. And, you know, so many people talk about manifestation. And I think, to be honest with you, so much of it is so, so weak. <laughs> and it's such a, an old message. If people would pay attention, it goes back to Gnosticism. Uh, the Apostle Paul talked a lot about it in the epistles, but there is something about manifestation, but it's a very biblical manifestation of seeing those things that are not yet as though they are ready. Mm-hmm. You cannot just have vain imaginations and think that they're going to appear coming from God himself. Yes. God is really into God ideas, not good ideas. He does not want to give you good ideas because good ideas can mess you up. So when you have the promise, like we're talking about, but I, I want to know why the principles are so important because you work with millions of people, millions of women. Why do so many people try to push away the principles to somehow get to the promised land? Why are the principles, again, so important? That is one step in front of the other. That is that discipline that Kayla Craft has. Why, why are the principles so important? Okay, because you're never going to get anything done if you don't have habits in place, right? So I, I believe that the most successful people are the most decisive people. They're, they have the ability to make decisions quickly. Would you agree with that, Tim? 100%. And, and I like what you just said because, you know, uh, some things you do by uh, decision, some things you, you decide, and sometimes you do things by default. And you, you've got to be a great decision maker. So, yes, I'm with that. Right. So when you have your principles in place, you can make decisions quickly. So a lot of people, when they set out to do something, right, this is why most people aren't successful is because they go into overthinking mode. They go into overanalyzing mode. They go into perfectionism mode and they sit in analysis paralysis and keep thinking about the things they need to do and never actually get anything done. When you live your life by principles, you get things done and you create momentum in your life because you're just one thing after the next winning at life. And it's because you have those principles in place that say, is this in alignment with my goal, with what God has for me and what I'm supposed to be doing in my life? It's either a yes or a no, right? It's either a yes or a no. It's pretty simple, uh, (laughs) you know, and you just got to keep going and know that God's going to make even your mistakes to prosper, period. Okay, so let's get into this thing because Mm -hmm. obviously we're going to start a new year um, in, you know, less than 15 days. And so a lot of people are going to get into like new year, new you, and it's going to be fantastic. But it's really going to be a lot of the same unless they make some adjustments. Okay. So this Mm -hmm. promise, the principles, the problems will always arise. And so you know this as well as me and better than me in some areas where people are great at starting something, but they have a hard time completing it. Mm -hmm. What would be one of your reasons on why? 
you see so many people fall off and not finish what they start. Mm -hmm. Well, because people haven't truly died to their old selves, right? So in, in the Bible, it talks about how we are a new creation. We, we are a new creation. And so you have to really live in that new creation. And when a lot of people, they say new year, new you, right. And they're still living in a burned down house when you've got to go and be in the new creation. You've got to go and be in the new and completely die to your old self, right? Completely die to that person that used to live in fear, that used to be in bondage, that used to surround themselves with people who are gossipers and, you know, um, living in fear. You've got to completely die to that life. And a lot of people don't want to because that's where their comfort zone is, right? And so when you buy in to your life is going to be so much better as a new creation, and you've created new images in your heart and repeated them over and over and again, and your heart's really bought into that new belief, that new life, guess what's going to happen? You're going to start living in that new creation. But if you keep thinking about the old days, right? I hang out with so many people um, over the holiday season, right? Like, cause we have to sometimes <laughs> run into yes. people and they're still living in the past, right? They, they are not experiencing the new because they're still talking about what happened 20 years ago. And that is called bondage, my friends. And so you've got to release that. I always, I love to ask this question of people. What are you not taking with you into 2022? Right? Write it down and then go burn that piece of paper. It's so cliche, but go burn it. It doesn't get to come with you. And you've got to buy into the new, the new, the new, the new. I love it. So the, the idea with Kayla is the Bible says, you know, let another person praise you, not your own lips. But if you look at her and Chase and their kids, they're, they're really living an abundant life. Um, they do so well in their businesses. I've been to their house, which is so amazing in Orange County. And you guys are, you guys are living an, an amazing life. We all go through challenges at the same time, mm-hmm. but they're living, they're living an amazing life. So uh, Kayla, uh, I was looking on your Instagram and one of the things that you're doing is you are doing business coaching, okay? helping coaches become powerful. But when it said powerful, all the the words were in capital letters to become powerful. So explain to us what you can do and help other business coaches to become powerful. Mm -hmm. Well, I truly believe when you have a large amount of cash flow coming in to your life and into your business, you have more freedom, you have more options. So that's the first thing I focus on is okay, where are your limiting beliefs around the money coming in? What do you believe you're worthy of? And most people believe they're worthy of, uh, you know, what, what has happened in the past again, and what they, what their experience has told them that they're available for. And so we've got to blow their mind and show them that it is unlimited. You have an unlimited income coming in and, uh, you know, that's the first thing we work on is just that money mindset. It's like turning on the faucet. A lot of people have a broken faucet and the flow is not coming through. I want to teach them how to turn on the flow. And at any time they can go turn that faucet on and the cash flow comes through. So that's the type of machine I like to create in people because that's really how easy money is. It wants to work with us. It's here to support us. Uh, it's not here to make our lives harder, which is what a lot of people buy into. Right. So that's what we work on first. And then, you know, how do we increase our influence, which ultimately will help us increase our impact on the world? Because every single person listening into this call right now, you're here to impact lives. That's the only reason why you're alive. Every single person. 
person, you know, they struggle. What's my purpose? I promise you it's to help people. You're not here to, to make yourself magnificent. You're here to help others become magnificent. And in the process, you will become magnificent. So uh, if you just focus on going and saying, okay, who can I help today? Who can I serve today? What will happen is all ships will rise around you. Ev- you know, everybody will start rising. And that's what so. you do do. I mean, you live your life because you're very alive. You are very alive. You're alive in your <laughs> life. You got to live your life and you got to give your life. So we'll end up with this. I would just want to tell everybody that when, when you do what I do and you go to these conferences and that, everybody is coming to us and trying to work with me and do things from Tony Robbins people to Oprah's people. Uh, I do a lot of stuff with Steve Harvey's team. But I went to Kayla Craft and I brought her on as a partner to help me in projects that I'm doing. So that's how much I respect Kayla, not just as one of my best friends, but your gift, your skill set to do what you do. So Kayla, mm-hmm. how can we uh, get connected to you so we could find out more about Mommy Millionaire, watch the podcast, and also possibly work with you? Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so excited for what's coming out for Tim in the next couple of weeks. So everybody stay tuned. Uh, yeah, so just, I would tell everybody, listen into the Mommy Millionaire podcast uh, that's even if you're not a mom, I promise you, we talk a lot about money and wealth creation. You can get something from it. It's incredible. And on there, we have uh, promotions that you could talk to one of our sales strategists to see what program fits best for anybody that's listening in. So okay. thank you so, Tim, Kayla, so much for having me. I love you. And I'd like to have you on in about 30 days and we'll talk more about life and about what to do uh, moving into the new year. So thank you for your time this morning. That is Kayla craft all the way from Southern California. Love you, Kayla. Okay. Are you guys alive out there? So um, I want to spend the last 30 minutes of my session today and talk about your life and about have there been setbacks in your life in 2021 and how have you been able to turn your setbacks to comebacks? And I always talk about this, like we said before, you have the promise of great things, you have the principles, there will always be the problems, there will always be the problems. But how are you able to turn your setbacks to comebacks? What is a good comeback that you've had in the last 12 months? It could be a health challenge, a problem with one of your children, a problem in your marriage, problem in your finances, a problem in your mindset. And let me just say this, So I am the one that wrote the comeback book that so many people read. Thank you, Oprah Winfrey, for putting me on about 43 different times on how to turn your setbacks to comeback. And I talk about don't sit in the setback, don't settle in the setback, and please do not cement yourself in the setback. And so uh, can somebody uh, tell me? This is Ramon Ray. I can help you. Yeah, somebody can help me. And... um, Anybody that has a, a testimony, and let's do each, each testimony, let it be two minutes, okay, guys? So time yourself, because when I take you on the road and I have you testify, make it two minutes, because then they'll keep inviting you back, all right? Hey, Tim, TM. So, okay. I'll go. Good right. morning. Hey, TM. Good TM, morning. Before you go, if, if anybody wants to DM me, I'll form a queue, Tim, if that's good. And when you call me, Tim, uh, I'll, Tim I'll let you know who's next. I'll form a queue if people want to DM me, if that's yeah, that's super, super helpful. Thank you guys for helping me with this. Okay. All right, so setback, setback. Who's up first? Hey, uh, hey, Tim. The Lord. T- 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 
Hey, Dolores. Appreciate it. Go, go ahead. TM first, the TM first, then Dolores. Go, TM. Go. Good morning, Tim. Uh, appreciate you always, man. Met you years ago back at Without Walls International when uh, when serving Pastor uh, Paula and Randy White, man. So yeah, and I, rec I recognize your face. I'm being serious. When I was looking at uh, everybody that was on the stage, so TM, good to see you, man, yeah, for man. real. You know, for, for me, uh, within the last 12 months, uh, I, I lost an uncle, my mother's oldest brother. My mother is one of, of nine children. Uh, my grandparents, their parents uh, had gone on, right? And uh, to have nine children uh, still living, uh, not incarcerated, right? Major thing. And so COVID uh, was was the impact. And uh, it, it was um, a major blow. It, it was a major blow to, uh, to, to our spirits, um, you know, to the connection. Now, now there was a broken link. Um, and, and being able to rally around one another as a family, uh, remember the principles that were left, right? Uh, reflecting on the memories um, and using his life uh, as an example. Uh, he was wealthy. He had worked all of his life. He was healthy. Um, and all of a sudden, he ended up on a ventilator. Um, and so that was a major setback. But being able to just lean on God, lean on principles, um, and, and remember why we get up uh, in the morning, right? Uh, making sure that we continue to believe, dream, and imagine, right? Keep faith, hope, no, and love. No, TM, I, I, I like that. And I think that because you come from the faith world as well as me, is that haven't you found that life is not black and white? It's many times gray. There's, there's so many things that we do not understand, but I, I, I fully believe, as, as you were testifying, that grace fills in the gaps, right? So grace fills in the gaps, and, and grace of God was with you, right, TM? Facts. F facts, Tim. And so we, we appreciate you, man, and, and your leadership uh, and just the opportunity to share, right? I mean, so valuable. TM, and I'm completely— No, it's a, it's a privilege to serve you guys on this space. Uh, with all the things that I've got going on, Glenn Lundy reached out to me about, you know, my role next year. And I'm going to continue to do this because I like bringing on guests. I like talking to you guys. It helps keep me fresh. And uh, I want to stay close to the people. So this is a privilege for me. All right. Who's up next? Dolores. Dolores. Hi, everyone. I'm going to make this really quick. All praises to God. All week I've been struggling about seven days ago. I got a call that my baby brother was missing. And this is huge because he struggled with drug addiction. He turned 47 on the third. Our own mother died of a heroin overdose when I was five. She was 21 years old. And so that spirit has tried to just consume us. So when I got the call that my baby brother uh, was missing, his whole pattern was off. And so I just said, God, I trust you. And yesterday on Facebook, I put a post, I did a video called Trust God for Everything and Doubt Him for Nothing. And I remember starting to feel sad and I put my phone on airplane mode and I said, God, I need to hear from you. And as I was waiting, I, I could sense my brother's spirit and I just started speaking to him. I said, Brandon, come home. Brandon, it's going to be okay. And I sat there and I started talking to my mother who's in heaven and I said, Mom, if you want him there with you, I understand, but I really would love for him to be here. And I cried a little bit, but then God said to me, you know, Brandon talks to me too. And oftentimes 
we want God to answer our prayer. And sometimes we forget that other people have spoken to God. And so yesterday, before we could hear from him, and the news media stepped on the scene and everything, and my brother texted me last night, hallelujah. And I said, God, I have lived with you, walked with you for 51 years, and you have enough evidence in my life for me to trust you. I will not be led by my emotions, but I will speak truth to the lie of the enemy. I will speak truth to the lie of the enemy. And this morning I was able to catch you all because all week my mind was racing. I couldn't sleep. There was no peace. And I was able to tap in this morning and this is exactly where I needed to be. And I just want to encourage people, you know, you talked about turning uh, setbacks into comebacks here in Kansas City. They call me the comeback coach because I've learned to bounce back better, not bitter through the life, to the death of my mother, through homelessness, uh, through mental health issues. And God just keeps proving and showing himself over and over again. I am God. I fail not. It's all in your perspective. And I know my time to stand up and shout and share is coming, but I've battled with self-doubt. But just hearing you and being a part of this breakfast with champions, I'm always talking about you. And I know that I'm going to meet you. And I know that God's going to use the platform and use my story to help people who are in the midst of dying. And I think Tamara or someone said earlier, they said, who loses if you quit? And I'm not going to quit. And I just want to encourage you that my brother's better. And I just want you all to pray. We lost our uncle this year. Then he turned around and lost his best friend. And then uh, we just lost a cousin. And we had the funeral the day before my brother's birthday. And so Dolores, I, just, I great, just thank great, God. Great, great share. And I just want to just say this. Is it, I, I love what Dolores is doing. Is it because even while the, the, the brother was, watch my verbiage, wondering and wandering, because he was not himself. He was, you know, struggling with addiction. Is that, you know, of course her mind started racing everywhere because, you know, that's, that's, that's her brother and she's the sister. But then she anchored herself in God. She anchored herself in God. And so she anchored herself in scriptures like Psalms 91. And so uh, great share, Dolores. You're awesome. I just started following you. Okay. Who's up next? Hey, Tim, Kara's up next. Just Can I get keep, your, keep your shares really short. Two minutes or less, really short. Tim. Just DM yeah, and the reason, and can Timmy, I just tell you guys, Timmy, the Timmy. I'm, tr I'm, uh, I'm trying to train you guys because Timmy, train me, as Timmy. you guys, as, as you guys know, Timmy, Timmy. is that, yeah, one second. As you guys know, <laughs> when, you, great, when you go speak for a big me. conference, Timmy, 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 and Timmy, and they say 35 minutes, you should go 35 minutes. That's all I'm saying. Timmy. Yes. Grant Cardone. Oh, man. Well, I didn't know it was Grant Cardone <laughs> coming on in here. Hey, man, just, just want to tell you I love you, man. Merry Christmas to you. So, Grant, how true is that what I just said, though? When somebody gets up to speak and you give us, like, 20 minutes, take the damn 20 minutes and don't go longer. Yeah, 100. End at 19. I do that every time. I love that about you. So Grant, I, I hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. 
you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I need one thing out of you. What, what are you up to right now? I'm seeing all these things. You're allowing people to come in and invest at $1,000. That's working. You're doing workshop after workshop. You're buying new buildings. What, what, what are you excited about right now, Graham? God, God is anchored in me, man. He is. He you is. And, and I'm feeling his power. And Grant, and, you know what and, I love? Is you you're know, reaching out. You're reaching out to the community, and and when I say the community, I'm not talking like white, black, or Hispanic or Native American. You're reaching out to those of us that come from struggle. Man, you have a heart for the struggler, and you're helping us to get up and out. And I love that. Well, thank you, man. And I love what I'm doing right now. Feel like I'm coming into my, you know, I'm coming into my. You know, I always said that I'd never have anything to say until I was about 50 years old. And because um, I was immature, still am, by the way, admittedly so. Uh, but I'm just starting to find my you got you guys that are trying to figure out where you're at, what you're up to, man. Sometimes it takes a minute. It took me a, took me a while, but I feel like I'm starting to come into my to my purpose, you know, fully. And so. um there's plans for everybody, guys. Just just be be willing to keep showing up, doing the work, putting in the work. Be disciplined, and and the talent will show up. The yeah. Ta- the, 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 when talent and discipline meet on the road, you will you will find success. But talent's not the ta- talent's maybe twenty percent of this game. So Grant, you know, so I'm I'm going to say things that maybe you can't say about yourself, but. But to us in this field, Grant Cardone is the is the Michael Jordan of what we do by far, not not even close. So, Grant, I was walking into London, England airport five days ago, and this is what the guy said to me. He said, Grant Cardone. That's what he said. I said, no, I'm Tim Story. He goes, no, I know you from Grant Cardone. That's hilarious. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) No, but how beautiful is that for you to come from Louisiana and now your friends and your brothers are, are walking around the world and they're, they're identifying us because of the movement of 10X and the platform that you've given to so many. And I know you got some surprises for this upcoming 10X. Can you give us a little bit about what this 10X is going to be about? Well, it's going to be big, man. It's going to be big. It's going to have some big surprises, you know, like big ones. Do. I was with a guy the other day, and he and, and he's like, "Well, so you know, what's the promotion on this going to look like?" I'm like, "No, we're not going to be promoting you." Yes. He's like, he's like, he's like, "Well, like that's not even good for you." I said, "Oh no, I'm good on my my end. I'm good." He's like, "Well, well yeah, but you know, you could do, you could get more and sell more if you." And I'm like, "I I, I got that handled." And he's like, "Man, who who are you, man? Who are you?" Yeah, I'm, I'm amazing. And, and Grant, the person you're teasing, I, I will tell you, I think that he is one of the strongest three voices, we won't say who it is, in the world. And, and when, I, when I saw that you guys were now collaborating, he's one of the three strongest voices in, in the world. And to see so many people that are drawing to the 10X platform 
and how it's working worldwide. But I love what you're saying about you're, you're in your purpose. But let me ask you a question. You're in your purpose, but is there peace in the purpose? Do you do you feel peace at the same time that you're in this purpose? Probably, probably. I, I'm probably not at that point yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I'd like to say that I'm at peace and everything's, you know, harmonic and, and but, but that's kind of not my, I haven't figured that out yet, Tim, just to be yep. honest. And, and, uh, I'm a grinder, you know, I was telling Chappelle the other night, I said, man, I said, I tested positive. I told Glenn Lundy this earlier today. He said, you tested positive for what? And he took a step back from me. Yeah. I said, I tested positive, positive for on my grind. <laughs> and he's like, man, leave the comedy to me, man. Okay. Stay in your lane, son. But Grant, I will say, because we're so close that your peace is in your relationship with Elena and your peace is also in a relationship with your amazing daughters. I think, I think that that's, that's a side of you that some people don't get to see that when you're with them, you, you turn into a whole different person. When you, when you decided to let the girls have those two cats, I knew you had changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, I still regret that though. Every day I regret it because they're tearing up my sofa. But, but you know, Sabrina was with me the other night, two night, uh, two nights ago, and she started crying. She was, we were in bed and, and, and watching something. And she's like, Papa, Papa, you know, are, are you getting old? And I said, yeah. why, why do you say that, baby? She's like, well, I heard you say the other day when we traveled to Malibu, you were tired and, you know, you said, oh, my God, I'm looking old. And, and, and she took that literally, you know, and she started crying because I could tell she's like, oh, there's going to be a day when you're not going to be with me. Yes. And she's like, I, I, I don't ever want to have life without you, you know, and it's just like, oh, my God, it just like hit me so hard and so deep. And, um, you know, there'll be that day. Right. And, and hopefully it's that way, not the other way. Yeah, it's going to be a long, a long time. So a scripture for you, because I know yeah. you love the things of God. Watch this. It says the righteous will flourish like the palm tree and they will remain fresh and green. They will stay vital because they will stay in the things of God and they will continue to proclaim his greatness. And Grant, you've helped so many people turn their setbacks to comebacks. You help guys like myself, Ed Milet, have platforms. Grant, we would have never had. We would have never had. Tim, what was that scripture again, please? It's, Psalm, it's Psalms 92, verse 12. But Grant, you helped us have platforms we, we could have never had. It's almost like back in the day when Johnny Carson would bring on different acts like Steve Martin and other acts that he'd bring on. You brought us on the 10X stage and you 10X'd everything we're doing. And I'm eternal grateful for that. And I mean that with all my heart. Yeah, well, thank, thank you, Tim. And I, you know how much I value you. And, and, and you're one of those people that actually sees me in my right light as a spiritual being. And a lot of people don't see that. I don't talk about it a lot, but you see me as who I really am, not for, not for some of the exterior stuff. So I appreciate that and I appreciate you. Hey, Grant. 100%. And, uh, hey, Tim, this is, this is Glenn. Uh, it's Tim and Grant, if you guys don't mind. And Grant, if you don't want to answer this, just be like, no, nah, man, I don't want to talk about it. Um, but since you just, you just mentioned that right there, as far as the spiritual um, element. And one of the questions I get often, because many people know that I love Grant Cardone or support Grant Cardone, 
Uh, Grant flew up, man. It was on my stage. Timmy, did you see that? That was that was that was huge. I I almost cried. I almost cried. Unbelievable. That's real brotherhood. Unbelievable, man. And so, like, unbelievable. And I literally got I got an email from from somebody. It was a long email, and uh, the email said, uh, "I'm I'm really confused. Can you help me understand?" It said Grant Cardone is known to support the Church of Scientology, but you had him at a Grow for God event. Don't you feel like there's a conflict there? And I do not. But is that something you can speak to, Grant, if people have confusion or just maybe don't quite understand how you can talk about God and Scientology? And if it's not something you want to talk about, that's fine. Yeah, no, Bye. no, I'm happy to. Like, like guys, the you know, you said the Church of Scientology supported me. No, no, that I supported the Church of Scientology. It's the other way around. The Church of Scientology has supported me in being the best man I can be. And and they have technology that allows me to get rid of the stuff, the, the demonic uh, reactive things that, that we all struggle with. And, uh, you know, there's a misunderstanding for whatever reason that that Scientologists somehow don't believe in God. It's not, it's not true at all. In fact, uh, in almost everything this guy write, wrote about uh, Hubbard, God is involved. It is, it is about how do you become the best being you are. I hear people every day say, man, you're blessed. I'm like, I know that, and you know that. My job is to prove it. And Scientology has helped me get rid of the stuff that was in my way, that was, that was beyond my ability to just get rid of it. it. It's been how to get rid of my addictiveness that was destructive to me, how to get rid of uh, sabotaging behavior, how to get rid of limiting beliefs, how to get rid of picking the wrong relationships, how to have the courage to get rid of people in my life that like aren't good for me at a moment, you know, how to determine who's good in my life and who who's beneficiary and beneficial to my life, who can help me grow my life and be better in my life and who do I need to stay away from and how can I detect that? So it, it's, it's deep in my relationship with God, my understanding with God, like the number one most important thing to me before my wife and before my kids is my relationship with God as I understand God and, and as myself as a spiritual being. So I'm a spiritual being before I'm a man, and, you know, no, nothing matters to me more than that. And, and it is that discovery, that clarity, and that knowingness that has allowed me to, to also uh, manifest in the, the material world as well and, and not be cut off from exclusion to material for the spiritual. I, I Personally, I know that... I should be prospering in both. And now if I can ever conquer this peace thing, then man, shit, I got, I got the Holy grail. <laughs> Sounds like that is peace for you, Grant. Maybe it is, you know? Yeah. Glenn, can I say something? Cause you know, my whole background is, is I have a doctorate in world religion. I give Grant credit for standing for what he believes in. And I feel like the church that he goes to, was there for him when he was in need when maybe some other people were not. Right. And, 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 I, and, I, and I do believe that there is truth in many movements. And part of the truth in that movement 
is this idea of clarity and actually renewing your mind and getting to the right place. Now, even in the faith that I was raised in, there are things that I disagree with. I, do, I disagree with the condemnation message, the putting down of gay people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In Grant's uh, church, maybe there's things that he disagrees with, but, but he is saying there are things within the component of the church that he goes to that have helped him become a stronger individual. So I give him credit for standing up for people who he felt stood up for him, even if a lot of you disagree. Jim, I love, I love that, man. Let, let, I think that that's... Go ahead, I, Grant. Go ahead. Yeah, Grant. I just want to say that, guys, like, I, churches, like, if I, if I go to Italy, I'm going to go to the churches in Italy. I just find there's something sacred. When I go to Israel this year, I am going to go to the mosque. I think they're mosque, right? Yeah, yeah you're going to, you're yes. going to... You're going to find yeah. mosques there. So, you're going to find temples. Yeah, temples. Yeah. So when I go to to Dubai, I'm going to the to those mosques. Like I, I love the feeling that I get from worship. You know, I worship, and I love I love manifestation. I love the idea that I am going to to seek the true potential, the full and complete potential that I have. You know, I think. When they asked Jesus who he was, I love this answer. He just says, I am. He didn't say, I am Jesus. Very powerful. And, and I've used that my, like most of my life. I am. Now I got to fill in the blank. And, and um, you know, there's, a, there's, there's this, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthen me. You know, like a lot of people don't understand, like, how can I be a Scientologist and still believe in Jesus and God and, and also affirming and knowledge other people's beliefs uh, and still stand strong in and be this force that I am. You know, I encourage everybody to become a force in your own life, to stand for who you really are. I, I posted something the other day, said, man, I finally got to be the guy I want to be. You know, I finally, I finally get to be that person I want to be. And I didn't answer who that was, you know, but it's me. I get to be me. And, and I think that that is the, uh, you know, at least for now, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great accomplishment until, until I find the next one. I think that's really strong, man. And you both brought up, you know, strong points. I'm glad you pointed that out as well, Tim's story. You know, I, when I, when I initially came out of homelessness, it was Scientology that saved me. It was the Orange County Church of Scientology. And I learned uh, a, a lot of things at that church, but the biggest thing that I learned at the Orange County Church of Scientology, the biggest thing that I learned was that we were spiritual beings. I didn't believe that going in. I didn't believe that at all. I thought we were just flesh and bone. I, I did not believe in the spiritual aspect. And they opened my eyes to that. And ultimately, I ended up feeling more like I found my way to spiritual connection uh, after that, by studying other religions and ultimately found my way through Jesus and through Christianity to where to where I'm in today. But like Tim said, you know, it's 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 not this for me. It's not this black and white. Um, you know, there's there's things that I can that I can disagree with, like like Tim said. And I think that that that's OK. And I think so many of us have been told that, you know, it's got to fit in this box. And I'm not one to put God in a box. Like, who am I to box God, you know? And so I, I, I love what both of you guys 
um, just shared right there. And I think that that's an important conversation that more people need to have and to hear is we can take so many, so many positive things uh, from, from all of these holy, spiritually connected places. And, and we all have our own paths. And it's about being true to you and true to the connection that, that, that allows you to get to that spiritual place. So this is, you know, Hey, Glenn, Glenn, real quick, powerful. you know, Glenn, send, send your Christian friends a, a little message for me. They need to quit reading the tabloids and read the Bible more. Amen. I will say, man, you, you shocked me at, uh, I think it was NADA, you and I were talking, you were pulling out Bible verses like crazy. I was like, dang, I didn't know Grant was so strong in the world. Glenn, let me say one thing about Grant just for a second. So the whole idea, what Jesus said, is they will know you by your fruits. The Grant Cardone Foundation is helping black kids, inner city kids, Hispanic kids, inner city kids, white kids, inner city kids. I am involved in what Grant is doing. Why would I do that? Because he's moving in what I call the Jesus style. Love is known by the action it prompts. Grant Cardone, with all his busyness, and Elena, who's like my sister, they do not have to go out there and move out in love like they are. Grant is a Jesus man. We're all growing. We're all evolving. And so let's stick together. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. You know, man. Jesus, Jesus had some swag, man. That guy. Talk about a guy that has some confidence. I think about that all the time, Grant. I think about what right? he had to do. Think about what Jesus had to do to get an audience of like 20 people, right? Like he'd have to cross deserts. He'd have to face malaria, starvation, uh, risk, ri risking his life at all times. And there's always somebody that wanted to kill him. And he would do that. He would trek across, you know, hundreds of miles to get an audience of 20. And here we are in 2022, we don't even have to put our pants on half the time in our air conditioned units, jumping on Zooms and we're able to reach, you know, seven, seven I don't know, seven billion, but you know what I mean? We can, we can reach everybody across the world. It's so convenient. And yet he was able to, with all of those inconveniences, he was so locked into his mission that he was able to make a global multi-generational impact to where 2,000 years later, his story, his walk, the way he carried himself has impacted my life, my wife's life, my children's life, many people in this room. I think about that every day. I think about how brave and bold and passionate and relentless right. that man was to, to, to get it done and look at the impact that it's made. Incredible. Yo, hey, hey, Glenn, do you think Two questions. Do you think Jesus would be on Clubhouse? <laughs> um, I he'd think be in Breakfast with Champions. Yeah. yeah he'd be a, he, now, the second question is, here's the big one, too. Here's the big one. Would he take the vaccine? <laughs> Here you go. Here you go, G. Uh, let me no answer way. Your question. Let me answer your question. I think Jesus is on Clubhouse. I think I think Jesus is on Clubhouse. That's I good, that man. He, That's good. Yeah, I think he moves through these rooms all the time, and he finds those that yeah, that are in those dark corners and helps them to feel seen, heard, significant, and loved. So I do believe that he's here. As far when as we when pass the plate, I'm not going there. I'm not. I'm not going there. I'm not going to the vaccine room. He is the vaccine, Glenn. Boom! <laughs> boom! That was boom right there.
That is true. Where do we pass the plate, y'all? <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.